0: Is there not an entire section on this subject? Okay. No, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is your, your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. What up? I got something to say. hey what's going on everybody? welcome back to let me tell you episode seventy nine I am your host, the evangelical norm so a couple of the things I'm going to talk about today I've recognized that I'm probably you know behind the eight ball on it. It's kind of run its course um but still some some things that I haven't had a chance to really kind of probably vent uh, my frustrations about um but it's, it's important because we've seen, um, I and mean, we've seen, uh, and, and I'll just say uh, the, the movie or series. I don't know what it is. I haven't, I'm not going to watch it. I have no intention of watching any part of it on Netflix, but cuties, um, I think it's a movie, maybe it's a, like a documentary series. I don't know. Um. But what it is, we know what it is. It is, we've seen enough pictures and heard enough commentary that it literally is exploiting 11 year old girls to, to bring awareness to the exploitation of young girls, which makes no sense whatsoever. Again, Babylon B, I had made a comment. I, I think Babylon B is reading my, my Facebook post or my Twitter feed, um, Probably not, but okay. I had made a comment to somebody. Um, one of the... Here, here's... here's Okay. Woosa, back up. Um, this is just so frustrating. So here's the problem is we know what this show is. But the problem is there's there are people that I have uh, held a, a, a great amount of respect for, their opinion and their ideas, who are Christian, who are now defending this garbage saying it's it's a cultural things you know it's a french movie so the culture there is different saying that it's again it's to bring awareness and the author's intent or the lady who wrote it or whatever the director's intent was to shine a light upon what is happening with these people but You can't bring awareness to sexual exploitation by using sexual exploitation any more than you can bring awareness to black men being killed by police officers by making a movie where you literally kill black men. Right. I mean, we could we could make a a movie memorializing George Floyd, but we would not want to kill the actor who portrays him. Neither should we be sexually exploiting the young actresses who are portraying these girls who are being sexually exploited. It's, it's a ridiculous idea. This should be removed from Netflix. This should be considered child pornography and everybody involved in the production, the, the filming, the distribution, Um, And the, the owners of Netflix should all be arrested, should be put in jail and let the gem pop have them because this is ridiculous. As a father of a four year old girl, this, this outrages me, enrages me, pisses me off is what this does. The fact that this is out there. I mean, I canceled my Netflix account once over Michelle Wolf and her ridiculous celebration of abortion. And then, of course, T-Mobile decided to pay my, my bill for me. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm not putting my own money behind it, well, technically I kind of am. I'm paying my, my T-Mobile bill and they're paying for it. So there is a, a, an exchange of money that they are giving me this for free but now it's at the point where i i i literally you know i've said go ahead and stop paying my bill because i don't want it anymore i canceled it again because of this this is this is ridiculous this is anybody who even tries to defend this bad word this stuff uh Should be ashamed of themselves. Literally, check your heart, because this is this is something that that is beyond defense. I mean, this is like trying to literally trying to defend Derek Chauvin. It is. It's. It's literally trying to defend Charlie Manson. Trying to defend Ted Bundy. This is horrifying exploitation of children. Apparently there's young girls bearing their breasts at some point in this movie which legally makes it child pornography. I mean, there's no way around it, and there's no way you can look at any culture, and I don't care what culture it is. If it's French culture to sexually exploit 11-year-old girls, they're wrong, and that culture needs to be done away with completely this is the stuff like this is the reason why God sent the, the Israelites into these lands and said, wipe them all out, men, women, and children. Because they're beyond redemption. These were the, the societies that were sacrificing their children to idols and, and so on. Sexually depraved and so on. Sounds a lot like America today. So yeah, this I mean Netflix should should the the owners, the the operators of Netflix should go to jail. The makers of this movie should all go to jail. The parents of the girls that were in this movie should all go to jail. And the children placed in in protective custody. Because this is literally this is child porn. And Again, go ahead and come at me. Well, you haven't seen it. I don't need to. I've seen enough screenshots. I've seen enough little clips. I mean, it was to the point where I'm like, please, people, stop. Stop sharing the the trailers and the the video clips and so on. We get it. But what you're doing is you're you're sending my covenant eyes into overtime and increasing the number of of screenshots that my wife has to endure when she gets the, the, the reported email from covenant eyes right it it just it there's there's no reason to even try to defend this if you're a christian and you're trying to defend this in any way shape or form repent seriously repent and other than that i don't really have any strong feelings about it but colin kaepernick's back in the news uh Because they're going to add him into... Apparently add him into Madden 21. Is going to have Colin Kaepernick as an option to select for your quarterback in Madden 21. Who hasn't played in the NFL in years. Who's been given a couple of shots. uh, Tryouts that they've set up for him and he decided to skip and go do his own thing. And yet, you're going to be able to select him as your quarterback because... Of course, uh, EA Sports or whoever makes Madden 21, I don't know. but I've, 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 Just today on Facebook, there was a thing talking about PS5s or whatever. I've never owned a gaming console in my life. I think we borrowed an Atari. We had an Atari when I was like five years old for like two weeks um, that we borrowed from somebody or somebody gave to us or I don't know. It was there. We played a couple of games, Superman, Uh, combat you know but that's that's the the closest thing to a, a ps whatever i've ever owned in my life and i've never played madden ever um never had the desire so i i don't know i don't know what this means all i know is that apparently it's it's kind of a a big deal because this company got really woke and decided well this guy hasn't played in the nfl the last couple of years, he was really mediocre, but because he is like the face of, and I don't even think he's the face of the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, he's just a guy that was kneeling for the the anthem, and I didn't even, I never had a problem with that. I didn't, I never did. Again, I was like, I was, I would rather them kneel than sit, but even that, I don't, didn't care if you don't want to stand up for our national anthem, you do you, bro. Fine. You know, I mean, it, it's it, it's your decision. It's your your constitutional right to sit, stand, whatever. If you want to stand up in the middle of the crowd and, and flip the bird to the flag, go ahead. You know, I hope you're not in the, in the wrong crowd because you're likely going to get, get a little beat down. And I wouldn't encourage that. I mean, that's illegal. But again, you have your right to do what you're going to do. And I have the right to say you should do something different. Right. But I served my time in the military and liter- and, and I'm, I, I say this couching the fact that I never saw combat. So there are people who far more risk into their military career than I did. I went in right at the end of of the first desert storm was just was ending when I went into basic training and was pretty much done with when I got to my first duty station. So no, I never. I, I would not say that I ever put my life on the line. I was never deployed into any kind of thing. I came back to the States when Bosnia started, you know, I didn't, I was never in a life uh threatening situation in the military unless you you know unless you uh count whitewater rafting um in uh wow now I can't even New Schwanstein. Unless you count that, um yeah I I so but I did serve and the intention of serving and those who do put their lives on the line in combat and so on is to ensure the freedoms of people like Kaepernick to kneel, do whatever it is that they're going to do during the national anthem. Right. But why on earth would you take a a guy who has not played in the NFL and what are we going on four or five years now? Since he's had a quarterback position and longer than that, since he's had a starting quarterback position and longer than that, then he was a really good quarterback. I mean, he had a couple years where he was a shining star and he was, he was looking really good. I wanted him to go play for the Broncos, but why? Because he, he's controversial because he's, uh, because you're trying to check a box. Here's the deal. If if EA Sports is or whoever, Madden twenty one is including Colin Kaepernick just because of he's the guy in the Black Lives Matter and blah blah blah, that's racist. It literally is. To go, Well, we we need to put him in there so we can appease these other people who think that we should, well, what are you doing? you're only you're not doing this out of any real desire to have him in your game you're doing it because you're afraid of the social media backlash if you don't and so you're you're literally trying just trying to appease a crowd by putting a black man back in the game that wasn't there that doesn't need to be there literally i mean it, it's ridiculous it really is and it just I, I, it boggled my mind this week when I heard that this was what was happening and this was what they were going to do. And I'm like, you know, it's – I mean, let's let's put Jim Brown back in. You know, let's – I mean, if you're going to do stuff like that, I mean, and, you know, why don't we just put all kinds of people back in the game that, that haven't played in years that haven't been good. Tim Tebow. I mean, he was a controversial guy, and uh, he, he he was kneeling – for other reasons, before Kaepernick was, let's put Tim. Let's put Tim Tebow back in. Let's see if we can get enough angry Christians to write Madden and and say, put Tim Tebow back in your game, and and make him a a quality quarterback. Again, I love Tim Tebow. I I, I thought he did a, a fairly gr- good job as a quarterback of the Broncos. Um, he wasn't great. He he had he needed to. To learn and grow, and I thought he could have, if they would have kept him. I think if you had put him with Elway and said, you know, let me train you up and let me teach you, that I think I think he could have been could have been phenomenal, but they didn't give him that chance, and so, right. But that's that's a whole. I digress. um So you know, you you can. Your, your woke friends can now uh, play Madden 21 with Colin Kaepernick and, you know, kneel for the anthem, I guess. Do they give you that option? Does the game give you an option to stand or kneel during the national anthem? Right? And, and again, let, let me let me just let me talk about something else. Um, again, because now I want to come at the guys on the right. I, I just kind of, you know, blasted the guys on the left, the woke guys and stuff like that. Again, can we get off our high horse about this anthem thing? You know, and now people are just mad because of the they're playing the black national anthem. Lift every voice and sing, right? It's a great song. I love the song. I don't think there's any problem with it. Let's let's play that. But but you know, let's let's just uh, if we're gonna do that, you know, uh, shouldn't we put in? I, I think we should play uh, Kid Frost uh, La Raza um in there too because there's a there's a lot of hispanic players um i don't know i don't know if there's a uh a, a latino uh did i just did I just do the 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 whole accent thing yeah i hate that too um is there a latino national anthem that that we could play you know uh samoan tongan i mean i mean there there's all kinds of guys that we could play but sorry I digress I think I started going back against the other side again (sighs) let the NFL do what the NFL does the game is the game I still I watched the Broncos last week and this week we lost both times and I was a little disappointed in the way that things went not not horribly uh you know disappointed there's some good things going on there but we lost both games so it's a bummer but The game is the game. Let them do whatever it is they want to do. I'm not going to let that interfere with my love of watching these men play this game. Same thing with with the NBA. So I got to look at the the Black Lives Matter on the court. Okay, so be it. That's their decision. That's their choice. And and honestly, it's your decision and your choice whether or not you're going to boycott or do what it is, what you want to do. But really... uh, what purpose is it serving? I mean, not watching the games or not doing, I mean, okay. It's the same virtue signaling that you accuse the leftists of doing. Oh, we're not going to watch the NFL because of, you know, they, they kneel for the anthem. So what? So what? You know, I get my cousin put, uh, I should have downloaded the meme. But we see all kinds of things that, that people on the right do with the flag. They wear it. They make T-shirts out of it. They wear it around their neck as a cape. Um, you know, I saw a picture of a guy sitting on an American flag watching a concert, right? Of all these scenes, you know, there's nine things on there, nine, you know, a flag being flown that's all torn up and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, which which one of these scenes does not actually violate the The code of whatever, the the U.S. code for uh, respect to the U.S. flag, I don't know what the the specific name, technical name for it is. Um, It's got like a a military nomenclature of of how to address and treat and honor the flag. The one thing that is not in there is kneeling. Nowhere does it say you should not kneel. Now, yeah, we should stand, and it does say stand, but, but... literally i mean you know, the whole issue of kneeling came from a military vet colin went to a buddy of his who was a vet and said hey this is where i am and the guy was like well rather than sit why don't you kneel because it shows a little bit more respect but again you know we have to do what we have to do and and the things you know the virtue signaling is the signaling exists on both the left and the right it lit- really does just depends on what it looks like and each side doesn't recognize what they're doing as virtue signaling it's those of us who are sitting here in the middle that go yeah you're you're just as bad as they are you know when i posted i posted the thing about a game and i knew it was coming but somebody had to come in and let me know well i'm not watching the games anymore well i don't give a crap if you're watching the games or not obviously i am and I'm still excited about my my favorite team. They're losing, so I'm a little bummed. But so you don't need to come tell me that that you're not watching the game. I know by seeing all the other stuff that you post that you are not. And 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 okay, you do you, bro. Same thing as as Colin. You do you. But really, Madden sports, Madden football Madden 21 whatever really does Kaepernick really need to be back in this game I mean let him just go do his thing with Nike and uh and, and uh, but you know whatever Uh so the big thing in the news this week that was, that was that literally was just I just needed to rant about all of that so the big thing in the news uh, Ruth Bader Ginzerg so I have to say that I did have uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away on my 2020 bingo card. So bingo, I win. And now here's the deal. So now we have another Supreme Court justice position that is open. And yes, it is Trump's right. It is Trump's job as the president to appoint a new Supreme Court justice to take her spot. That is what the president is supposed to do. It was what Obama was supposed to do in March of 2016 when Antonin Scalia died. But yet the Republicans pushed back and said, no, we should let the American people decide. We should not have any kind of nomination until the the election, which was still six months away, six or seven months away. Right. And so the Republicans were adamant and they they and and he did. Granted, Obama did nominate uh, Merrick Garland, so he put forth. It's not like he said, "Okay, well, you don't want me to do anything, so I'm not going to do anything." No, he he made his nominee, and the Republicans blocked it. They didn't. They didn't even let it get to um, a confirmation hearing. They they blocked it. So there were no hearings, as far as I, if I can remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm remembering my history wrong shoot me a, a link and whatever, and I'll, I'll come back and make a retraction. But I don't think they even let it get to a confirmation hearing for Garland. They just, they, they filibustered and filibustered basically until after the election. And then, you know, once November came and Trump won the election, the the whole issue of, of Merrick Garland just kind of went away. And then of course we got Gorsuch when Trump did get, uh, After his inauguration and so on, which I don't know that Gorsuch is all that much better than Garland would have been. And then, of course, we get Kavanaugh, who, again, was not the pro-life justice that we were expecting from Donald Trump. And now we have another situation. And now we have the Democrats. What the Democrats are doing is they're using literally Chuck Schumer read verbatim uh, Mitch McConnell's words from March of 2016. To to refute the fact that, of whether or not Trump should nominate uh, anybody for the Supreme Court in, before the election. Right. And it, it and then you got all these people, Matt Walsh and stuff like that, going, well, it's not hypocrisy. Even Ted Cruz and, and, and granted, I'm a I'm a Cruz guy, but I got to disagree with him on this. It is the exact same thing. He's trying to make it. Well, there's a difference. And granted, yes, all the memes and everything have come out and all the the links are being shared. There have been 29 Supreme Court justice nominations in election years in the the existence of the Supreme Court or, or something. And it's like, yeah, granted, that's true. But most of them have gone to a confirmation hearing and the Republicans didn't let that happen for Garland. And now you're you're surprised that the Democrats are going to try to block. The, I mean, the, the Republicans made this bed. Now they've kind of got a lie in it. So again, I, I I expect nothing less from Trump than to nominate somebody, and you know, and I would I would expect nothing less from the Democrats than to filibuster it and block it until after the election. But here's again because my you know the the. The whole basis of why I even do a podcast is I want to see people who maintain some kind of consistency in their worldview. And so if we're going to be consistent, the Republicans should be saying, well, no, Mr. Trump, President, Mr. President, you shouldn't do this because, you know, we didn't let this happen in 2016. So you shouldn't do this. And the Democrats should be going, no, 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 let's let's get a, a hearing. But again, this is this is the polarized nature of our American political system. I'm wondering if the if the rapid shift in political opinion on this specific information is just like the whiplash event that's enough to to reset 2020. I mean, we could we could I mean, this is like a a Superman flying backwards around the the planet kind of shift in in, uh, political attitude. You know, this is a, a slingshot around the sun uh, Star Trek move, you know, the, the way that these political attitudes are just going to completely do a 180 with the Democrats and the Republicans because they are literally, I mean, Chuck Schumer was literally able to take Mitch McConnell's own words, read them verbatim and go, this is what we want now. And it's ridiculous. It, it is, it is absolutely ridiculous. Now I was actually in 2016, I did not oppose. Uh, and I was still a, a Republican up until June when they made Trump the, the nominee. And then I left the Republican party, but I had no problem. I was like, you know what? Let Obama make his nomination and let it go to the, the, the Congress at a confirmation hearing and let it be decided. Because this is what is supposed to happen. And I'm not opposed to Donald Trump making a nomination. I certainly hope he makes the right nomination. I would love to see a Ted Cruz or Mike Lee be nominated for the Supreme Court. I kind mean, of I kind of would rather see Mike, I don't know. I'd, I think I'd rather see Mike Lee go because I'm still kind of hopeful to see a Ted Cruz president. I mean I would still put everything I have behind Ted Cruz in a in a 2024 run for the presidency. I mean, he was my guy in 2016 and I, he, he hasn't disappointed me enough yet. I mean, I've I've seen a couple of things where I went, "Uh oh, Ted, come on, man." But he hasn't disappointed me enough that I'm I'm would take my support away from him. So I would love to see Ted Cruz in 2024. And I'd love to see uh, mike lee nominated to the supreme court now so you know again I'm, I'm not in opposition to this being done what i am what i do have an issue with is the hypocrisy on both sides that they're literally putting themselves in the other person it's you know it, it's like a, a a game of uh you know you know no tag backs or, or whatever it's, it's like a childish activity on, um, I made a rubber, you made a glue, what say bounces off me and sticks to you kind of thing. It's it's so immature to watch this happen. And it, it's, it, it's rather irritating. And maybe it's just because I, I can kind of pull back and sit on the outside and go, okay, this is, this is the consistency and the main, the, the. The foundation of, of my worldview sits upon my faith. And so I don't have a problem with one way or the other. Um, and then to watch the people who who literally their 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 worldview is based in their political party. And it's sad to see it. It really is. So, But then the other thing that we got to talk about with Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the fact that there are so many Christians that are like rest in peace. And man, we can honor her legacy and blah, blah, blah. This was a woman that championed the murder of babies in the womb for years. So no, I, I'm not going to mock her in death. I'm not going to, um, you know, say anything hateful about her in death. Um, but I'm also not going to, you know, not recognize the fact that John three eighteen says that those who do not believe are condemned already. And that this woman showed no fruit in, in keeping with repentance, no signs that she was ever saved. And so the reality is, is she likely closed her eyes here and had to stand before Christ and, and be cast into the lake of fire. Hell is, is the destination, likely destination for this woman. Do we know? I mean, I, I pray that she repented before she died. I really do. I would love to be able to, and I say this about everybody who, who passes away, celebrity and so on, when we put it on the show, that I would love to see her in heaven. I would love to show up to heaven one day and see Ruth Bader Ginsburg there and find out that in her last moment, she truly repented, put her trust in Jesus, and, and she's there. But the likelihood of that and the reality of what I know is that that likely did not happen. It's not likely to happen. So I cannot say rest in peace. It is very, very rare that I ever say rest in peace to any kind of of celebrity who passes away because I don't know unless I absolutely know that they are born again, bought by the blood of Christ, uh, repented and put their trust in him and his work alone. Only then do I say rest in peace because that's the only time that it can be true. And oh, just shoot me if you ever see me right, rest in power. This is the ugliest thing and the fact that I see Christians doing it, it just irritates me, irritates me. So we can, we can extend prayers for the family and condolences and all these things we can do as Christians. We can try to find nice things to say about her. We can do that as Christians. We don't need to talk ill of the dead. I mean, her legacy speaks enough ill of her as you look back on the things that she's done the champion championing championing is that a word it is now you know abortion same-sex marriage all those transgender garbage all those things that she had left as a legacy speaks all the ill that it needs to be spoken we can say well let's have some prayers for her family and hope that she repented before she died but god be glorified whether in mercy or in justice whether she receives grace or or eternal damnation for her sins, God is glorified in that. And that is what our hope and that is what our prayer is, is that ultimately that God is glorified in all these things. And so then we look at the fact that with people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg that are dying every single day, we have got to get out there with the gospel. I just watched a video. I'm going to share it on on Facebook, I went back to my old YouTube channel, and was looking at things, and watched a video that I made 13 years ago, almost, almost 13 years ago, exactly, in October of 2007, after a friend of mine had passed away, who was an atheist, that we, I never preached the gospel, I never shared the gospel with him, because I was always like, we'll have time, i will have another time, i will have another opportunity, And I mean, as I'm watching this video and I'm weeping again, because I, in the video that I, as I made it, I was weeping, um, I called it uh, an evangelist laments, but as I'm weeping in this, I mean, we should be weeping every time somebody passes away and is walks off of this, this mortal sphere into hell, we should be weeping because uh, again, yes, God is glorified in, in justice. But we don't have to, to, I mean, there there are people that, that deserve to die. There are people that, you know, murderers and so on that deserve to be put to death. But those who die without salvation can still be mourned. And we can give God glory in it all at the same time. I think it's possible. We don't have to celebrate in the death of the wicked. But we don't need to be so naive That we just expect that all people who are famous are going to go to heaven and rest in peace. But in order for for that, I kind of completely lost my train of thought again. But we as Christians, we need to be getting out there and we need to be sharing the gospel at all times. And we have to use words because they are necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm